The Blockbusters Podcast is proud to be a member of the Pod Bros Network. You can find us as well as other fantastic podcasts such as Pencil and Ink Review, Another Damn Trivia Show, and The Language of Bromance at podbros.com, as well as on most other fine podcasting services. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to share and enjoy the Blockbusters Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Film Spotlight, that series that we're doing where we get a random person on to talk about a film they like and a film they maybe don't like so much. I'm Paul. And I'm Brian. And today we have someone who just kind of out in the street somewhere and we called him <laughs> yeah, in. Yes, so I was going to question your use of the word random here, but... Yes, and it's like... It, he was stumbling around, but was talking about the lesbian vampire killers, and we thought, ah, maybe that'll be good to get on. Um, <laughs> his name is, uh, let me see if I've got it here, um, Alex Harkins, I think is how it's pronounced. Uh, uh, so yeah, so, why don't you, you introduce yourself? Things, yeah. No, not, not really, yeah. Um, <laughs> so so why, why don't you introduce yourself, Alex? Who are you exactly? Well, my name is actually Alex Hawkins, and you should oh, know that. Right. You're my brother. Yes. <laughs> We've got my brother on, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yes, not not too late to decide against that, Alex, if you really want to. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> no, no, don't go stay on. Okay. No. Uh, yes, Alex is my younger brother, still over there in England, and... Uh, Yep, he basically got a hold of me saying, "Hey, you should have me on." So uh, here he is. <laughs> <laughs> so he passed our extreme vetting process. Exactly. And, uh, here, here we are. <laughs> yes, I mean, in, in fact, he actually had one up on a fair number of people, and like, I've actually met him. So they. <laughs> <laughs> one, yeah, maybe a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once or twice. <laughs> Alright, so if you want to get a hold of us and tell us that, oh, we're obviously out of ideas, we're just getting our family members involved <laughs> in this one, <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at Blokebusters, Facebook.com slash Blokebusters, we're on Instagram at Blokebusters, you can email us blokebusterpodcast at gmail.com, and we have a website, blokebusters.web.com, which I actually finally updated today. So it's up to date as Yay. of the recording, <laughs> and probably won't be for a little a bit after this so there you go <laughs> so obviously we have Alex on to do film spotlight but to begin with it's always best to just have the guest introduce themselves and then like explain what they do so Alex you actually landed in a career not too dissimilar from my own which I was surprised by so what is it you do in your day-to-day -day life my day-to-day -day life, I work at a school and college for disabled children and adults. Yep, and I will be perfectly honest, I was shocked when you went into <laughs> this field. <laughs> you because, went anyone. <laughs> yeah, growing up, you were not someone I pegged for working in this industry. No, but not really. really. Yeah, yeah no. a lot of my uh, school friends that I haven't spoke to since school when I mention what I do, they're just like, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Alex was, um, uh, yeah, if, if you could tell 
Alex of school age what he was going to do growing up. Uh, <laughs> he'd probably just swear at you and say, yeah, no laugh, right? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, you'd probably get slapped. <laughs> well, no, you would say you were going to slap them. I never actually saw you ever slap someone. So, yes, you were... <laughs> he, he was a lot of blustering, a lot of uh, big words... Yeah, not unlike someone else I could mention right now, but I'm not going to. Um, so, <laughs> but yeah, so I, obviously being in a similar field myself, I do commend you for ending up in that realm. Eight years uh, now. Eight years. Yeah, wow. Uh, yeah. Still underpaid. Well, yeah. I mean, the, that is unfortunately <laughs> a, a standard across the board for for anyone that actually works in the field. You. You're not paid for what you do. You really aren't. Oh, no. That's not so. <laughs> but from September, I will be on um, term time only contract, which means I will get all the school holidays. Oh, nice! Like it was it. Um, I don't know if I'll include this bit, but will it still be like a salary type thing, or are you actually only paid during the term? Time? Um, no, it's pro rata, so you still get paid at the end of each month, but your salary spread out. Nice. <laughs> I wish I would. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I've been working there about a year and a half and I've only just really been like, why am I not doing this? Like the whole, the rest of the college, literally the rest of the college shuts down apart from my house, which is open yeah. 52 weeks of the year. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, I feel like a huge pile of shit over here. <laughs> <laughs> Screw both of you. Um, yeah, working in your... Indeed jobs. Yeah, go fuck it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, we're right. working at your eye place, yes. Uh, no, <laughs> Making sure people can see. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, but yes, <laughs> so moving forward then uh, to get away from Brian's inadequacies. Uh, we- yeah, <laughs> well, we will never move far from them, but let's try. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so we shall, of course, move into our first film which is the film that the guest being my brother likes or loves or however you want to describe it so <laughs> go ahead then alex what film did you pick and i, I normally uh, like i would try and guess the genre <laughs> knowing yeah, you knowing you yeah, I, feel- I feel like i should have an unfair advantage you, sh- you should accuse uh, yourself, or yes, I, I, I think I will. I will step step back from this one and uh, tell you what, Brian. You take two guesses, and we normally two. Have okay, it's all on me. Okay. Oh wow. Well, I feel like I have to stick with my standard. Of course. Uh, so I'll throw one hat, one one toss into the buddy cop, buddy cop movie, buddy <laughs> cop, or 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 number two. Uh, I will say. Um, I will say, let's see, just let's say action. What would you have said, Paul? Uh, no, I'm, I'm just not going to go go ahead. Uh, I've heard the films that you like, so I'm, I'm just I'm just expecting <laughs> it to be one of like three that you used to really like going out. So go on then. <laughs> it is, in fact, a comedy. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, off. I got it right. I nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> and it is. Andy Sandberg's Hot Rod. Oh boy! All oh, right. Okay. Uh, th- this is one I have not seen, mostly because I heard the premise and was like, "Yeah, I'm not going to watch that." So, 
<laughs> and I have seen this one, so I'm a little excited to hear the thoughts here. <laughs> All right. Oh, wow. I did not give away my feelings there with that. I just said I've seen yeah. it. So. Yeah, you did not. So, All right, then, Alex. Obviously, I have heard of this film but didn't want to watch it, so I need you to sell me on watching the film. Okay. Just go watch it. <laughs> That's the first thing I'll say. I'm sold. <laughs> I see. Uh, I normally need a little bit more than that, so if, if you could give me some good points... Uh, <laughs> Okay, well, you obviously you know the main gist of the story of the film. I I have the general idea. Yeah, it is a film of combined just genius. Combined it, like, genius. comedy wise, comedy wise, it is just it had me crying from like the opening scene, just the very first thing you see. I just crying with laughter, and. There's Andy Samberg, you've got Danny McBride, you've got, um, oh, what's his name? Bill Hader, uh, and you have the other two members of the Lonely Island crew as well, I believe. And mm-hmm. it is just incredible. It is just a laugh fest throughout. It's got, uh-huh. it's got some, some of the blunt, straightforward English humour, and it's also got the, it's a mixture of just Monty, I'd say it's a mixture of Monty Python's humour. And the kind of um, Napoleon Dynamite. Okay. I'd say that's pretty accurate. Yeah, fairly uh, yeah, good combo there. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like you'll be no. laughing as if you're watching Monty Python, but some of the stuff in there is kind of like The office as well. Hmm. It yeah, it's, um, it's been a long time since I've seen this, but <laughs> um, I did enjoy it. I'll let that, yeah, let that out. I did enjoy it. I don't think I enjoyed it as much as you did, but... <laughs> Um, at the time, I was working at a movie theater um, as a projectionist, and I don't think we had this particular film. We were a little more arty, um, but there was one of our regular guests um, championed this film. He was always trying to get people to watch this movie and just loved it so much. So, um, yeah, he was the reason I watched it and gave it a try, and I did buy it. Of course, um, at that time on uh, <laughs> physical media, you know, um, yeah. and I have the DVDs lying around somewhere. But yeah, I always remember the cast. I'm I'm hit or miss with Andy Samberg. Uh, I'm I'm not all in on him, but I did really love him in this movie. So yeah, hmm. all right. Well, yeah, you from you talking about it, it sounds like I would like pretty much exactly half of this because <laughs> yeah. obviously I'm a big Monty Python fan. <laughs> But the awkward comedy, I hate. So <laughs> right, right. So for you, like you'd enjoy it though. <laughs> I did. I did enjoy it. Would I? Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you I'm got like you got Sissy Spacek in there too. You got like legendary actors like it, her, Ian McShane. I mean, hmm. he's been in everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, including Hot Rod. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I will say I do seem to enjoy Danny McBride. I don't think I've yeah. disliked him in something that yeah. I've seen. And the uh, thing I the... like about Danny McBride is he's just like Samuel Jackson, which is plays exactly the same guy in whatever he's in. Mm-hmm. And he is the only reason to pretty much keep rewatching Alien Covenant. So yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> if I could just say that, yeah. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, so it's not James Franco then. It's uh, Dan McBride for that one. Yeah. Uh, no, no spoil, no spoil, slight spoilers for Covenant. You don't get to see a whole lot of Franco. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. too busy deciding he was going to start making a disaster artist to, to bother being on set yes. for that one. Mm-hmm. Which, which I am looking forward to. I, <laughs> I've yet to see the room, but I've, uh, I've seen many, uh, many a parody, many a conversation about it. So I'm yeah, I haven't even. I need the courage to build up to watch that one and just haven't gotten there yet, but maybe we'll, we'll get double viewing when that comes out. Well, maybe uh, maybe we should review The Room when Disaster oh, Artist comes out. <laughs> <laughs> it's either that or we do a combo review of The Room and Room. <laughs> hmm. Two very different films there. <laughs> yes. From what I understand, very different. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess I would not be opposed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's some slight confusion there. People call one the other. Um, oh, or wait, nope. Let's make it a triple bill and uh, do four rooms as the third. Four rooms. Oh, there you go. I think that runs yeah. the gambit right there. <laughs> yeah. Is that all of our room movies? Okay. I think so. Um, yeah. How'd I go? Oh, sorry. Panic room. Okay. <laughs> well, I think we're have a series now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. And then it, I was going to say, then isn't there the, uh, wasn't it John Cusack? Green room. That the, the room 4140 or something, or whatever it was. Uh, some sort of thriller there. And, I don't know. Oh, well, there's a. Yeah. And there's yeah. green room with, um, what's his name? Patrick, uh, Patrick uh, Stewart. And, and Anton Yelchin, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of films with the word room in. Oh. <laughs> maybe, maybe, should we add that to the franchise list? Just room. <laughs> room. Stop putting the word room in your movies. Okay. <laughs> we get it. It's a room. Boiler room. We understood. All right. Thank you. Indiana Jones in the Temple of Room. Room. Jurassic Room. Yes. Also, I'd like to point out, I don't think there's a single film with the name Room in it that is only taking place in one room. That you're very, mm. very misleading. From no, the, uh, the okay, hateful I, room. No, no I, that was the hateful eight. Yeah, no, I, I, will, <laughs> I will concede I'm sure there's a French avant-garde film somewhere that has a room in the title. I guarantee you. place entirely in a room. But, uh, but yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, so. Well, there. Less uh, ends our room rant or our room. Uh, okay. Yes. So, uh, off off topic tangent right there, and bring it straight uh, back to that's our bread and butter. Though, come on, that's don't, yes, it is. Let's uh, don't ignore I, our bread and butter. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just yeah. saying we kind of need to get back on track. Oh, <laughs> if we must. Okay. Yes. Uh, so. So, uh, the next Where question. Where were we? The next question here is, uh, what about this film speaks to you, then, Alex? Like, what made you pick this? To be honest, um, I was around my friend's house, Ben, and he he was, like, watching the end of it, and he was so into it, he was just, like, he paused it as I walked in and was like, we're watching this from the beginning. And I was like, but you're at the end. And he was like, no, we're watching this. And... <laughs> I don't know. It was just, it was one of the funniest nights I've probably had in my life where I've like, I thought I had to go to hospital because I was, because I was, I couldn't breathe. I was laughing so hard. And 
yeah, just stuck there. It's just instantly got that connection with this film where it's funny. Okay. Um, and <laughs> it, yeah, there's only been one time I've ever laughed so hard at a film that, that yeah, I hit the floor. And that that was the first time I ever saw Monty Python and the Holy Grail. It was the uh, oh. the, the animator suffering a fatal heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the first time I ever saw that, I hit that scene, and the next thing I remember, they were on the bridge. <laughs> like, <laughs> quite, quite a lot happened in between oh everything. But... Yeah. But I, I do think that's an experience, at least um, that people can identify with. At least I can. There's a movie that you're just exposed to that wasn't planned or however, like it was a new year's day, you know, incredibly hungover and someone had Shaun of the dead on and it was, had been out for a couple of years at that point. And I was just, this is ludicrous to say in retrospect, but thought I am, I don't need to watch this. I'm above this thing. Uh, Whatever it is, it's not going to be for me. And I've never, ever been <laughs> delighted to be more wrong <laughs> than that. And it was just one of those moments of just relaxing on a couch, just incredibly hungover, but watching one of the best comedies of my life. Um, oh, so I do think yeah. that's one of those yeah, experiences that people have. And so I understand why you identify with it. Yeah. And it well, it's kind of interesting then, because it, it sounds, were, were you by yourself watching this film, Brian, or were you no. with other people? Yeah, no, other people, yeah, had it so, all and walked into the, yeah, the living room. So, yeah. yeah, so you had other people around you who presumably had seen it. Alex, mm-hmm. you had Ben, who had already seen it. And yeah. I was in the room with uh, Dad and Mark, and they were, they were watching me watch this film for the first time. And so yeah. it's kind of interesting that it's, it's comedies seem to have that like other people love watching it and then they seem to love watching other people watch it for the first time so yeah enjoying it yeah and and what i find with these films all three of these films have been mentioned it's like it doesn't even have to be a main joke in the film it can be like a side comment someone shouts at someone or or something, something that happens with like an, an, an inanimate object that is that just gets you going. Like everyone has such an individual part where it'll just hit them and they just can't help but laugh. Yeah, and I I still think my my favorite bit in Shaun of the Dead, for instance, when I was first watching it, was when they're in the car and one of the cat. Like, I'm obviously trying not to spoil it for people that haven't seen it, one of the cats oh, dies. It's been out long enough. Screw yeah. people. Yeah. No, no, yeah, it's been <laughs> Come on. All right, so so Bill Nye dies, and, oh, uh, yeah. si- and Simon Pegg gets him to stop the car. It's just like, yeah, he's dead, Mum And uh, his man just goes, no, he isn't. And it's just like, oh, get out of the car, and the child locks it still on. <laughs> <laughs> Like for some yeah, reason, that moment I've always found really funny. <laughs> There's just I I can't believe we haven't ever done an episode on that. But yeah, yeah. I mean we we kind of touched on it a little kind bit of. when we did uh, the World's End. But yeah, the World's End. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. The worst yeah. Let's be endlessly honest. watchable. Yeah, I, there's always <laughs> something in it for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I feel like maybe uh, maybe in the future we need to do some sort of uh, like favorite british comedy films or something like this mm. gonna 
Uh, I would always be up for that as well. That is well, yes, <laughs> which would be interesting because yes, uh, in case people haven't figured it out by now, myself and my brother have two slightly different tastes when it comes to comedy films. In general, uh, we do have definite overlap, but uh, yeah, uh, we always seem to have very different tastes there. Uh, yeah, slightly. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Alright, so again, trying to steer it back to Hot Rod here. Um, what, what for you in this film, what is your favourite either moment or scene in the film? Opening scene. The opening scene. Opening scene. scene. Alright, talk and us and through I'm, it then. Yeah. And, and, and Hot Rod me. has been out way before Shaun of the Dead, so spoiler alert, out the window. For the <laughs> opening scene, yes. Yeah. Andy Sandberg pulls up on this pedal moat motorbike, which you, the ones you have to power first, and then it kind of kicks in. He's, he's he's at the top of this road, and he comes cycling down, and he even says um, to Danny McBride, he goes, "Have you had time to reinforce the landing ramp?" And he goes, "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> on oh, no, the takeoff ramp, and he goes, "Nope." And then he comes down this hill hits the ramp, the ramp instantly collapses, he does a somersault like mid, I think he's jumping a car and he does a somersault mid-air and lands with his back over like the lip of the landing ramp which is just where the wood meets (laughs) and he comes over and just cracks his back and then he throws up and then the credits start rolling (laughs) it's it's just just instantly, it's just letting you know what you're in store for (laughs) I see yeah, I definitely need to. Yeah, I barely remember that, but uh, my memory is shit anyway. But I'm due for a re- rewatch of this. Yeah, all right. Um, it do- does kind of sound to me like um, like one of those cold opens that uh, like Wet Hot American Summer would do, like, uh, either, either the film or the the TV series that they had on Netflix. There, like they would do to see random beginnings, and then it's like. Yeah, you know, title credits. Uh, and so, yeah, okay. I can, I mean, just based on you talking about it, I can see why you like the film. It definitely grabs you from moment one. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I mean, I, yeah, I will be the first to admit that I very clearly just judged the book by its cover here. I saw the trailer and was like, well, not quite for me. And maybe I didn't think too much about like maybe just the trailer wasn't a good trailer for me to see. But yeah, uh, um, I I will think about watching this one. <laughs> I, I do have a large number of films that I need to get to to see first, but then I will consider watching this I, one. I do believe it's on Netflix. Yeah, if you need a good just turn your brain off movie, I mean it's less than an hour and a half. Um, yeah, yeah, you really don't need to think. Yeah, watch. it's just just watch and enjoy for 90 minutes, yeah. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Well, uh, I'm assuming this film doesn't have a sequel. So, no. uh, in that case, do you want to see a sequel to this? And if you do, what would you want it to be? Um, God, that's a good question. To be honest, I'm so, again, spoiler alert, he's trying to raise money for his stepdad's heart transplant. And... In a sequel, I would want it to be in about ten years' time, where he's he comes back again 
and he's also teaching his son at the same time while trying to raise money for his own heart transplant. Okay. Mm-hmm. That could work. Yeah. Um, and I Trust me, Paul, that could work. Yeah, no, yeah. I, <laughs> see, I, I can see what you're kind of going for there, um, but would it, like, would you want it to be a heart transplant or would you want it to, uh, like, be a, a separate thing? Like, maybe he's got both kidneys are failing and he's got to do like, these tricks while, like, yeah, obviously uh, he's now having trouble like urinating or something like so they've got to build that thing up like would would you want the exact same thing again or would you want it to be a bit different uh to be honest the whole heart transplant thing it's just something like it's something to aim for to get a lot of money needed uh, so, so, so the, the idea basically is that yeah oh no it's expensive like if only there was a a contest that the prize money was exactly $67,000. Oh, well, we're going <laughs> yeah. to get that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, like in this film, he goes around doing loads of little stunts at like different events and stuff, and, and he's earning pennies, and then he gets a big idea. Ah, okay. So there would be another just what's an equally stupid idea for this guy to yeah. Okay. With the same team, maybe plus James Franco. <laughs> so, so almost a Blues Brothers esque getting the band back together. Yeah, thing. yeah. Oh, okay. man, but and, yeah. It's, and it is the most useless band you have ever seen. <laughs> mm, that's, that's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Danny McBride is one of the people in it. Yes, it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a very inept band. <laughs> All right, well, I, I think we kind of picked that apart as much as we can for a <laughs> film that you like. So we're going to have to uh, switch gears here and move into a film that either you hate or you were very disappointed in. And I actually don't both. know... Yeah, both. Okay, good. I was going to say I don't know Great. which it is. Uh, and we never bother trying to guess the genre for this one because as... Everyone is well aware there are many bad films in every single genre that exists, so it's not even worth trying to guess. Uh, so, what film did you pick that you both hate and were disappointed in? Oh, Signs. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Okay. Um, yeah. This will get interesting. <laughs> yes, and I... Uh, I don't, I'm fairly certain I have told the story before, but I do have a story about taking you to see signs, which I'm yeah. sure you remember. Uh, I actually don't. <laughs> I think I think we need to start off right there. Yeah, surely. <laughs> okay, well, uh, it was, we were down visiting Mark, who uh, I mentioned before, he is Alex's godfather. Uh, he, he very much has the sense of humour that both me and Alex share. Uh, yeah, we, we, don't have a, we don't have identical sense of humour, but where it overlaps, Mark lands. Like that's, uh, he's the one that introduced me to Monty Python, and he has three children, and so we were down visiting them, and I think just to get us out of the house, my mum turned to me and said, right, you're taking everyone to go and see Signs. So yeah. it, it was me, Claire, and Alex, and Jess, and, and the Josh. others. Yeah, we, we went to we went to see signs. Um, <laughs> I remember just kind of sitting through it and like, okay, 
I didn't know who M. Night Shyamalan was. I hadn't seen Unbreakable at this point. And I think if I had, I would have been a little more annoyed than I was when I was actually watching Signs. <laughs> and uh, like we were all sitting there just kind of not taking it that seriously. And then the end of the film happens and they're standing there with the aliens in the room holding the card. And Jess leaps out of her seat and <laughs> yells in front of everyone at the cinema, Hit him over the head with a baseball bat! <laughs> oh my god and I had to literally grab the back of her shirt and pull her into the seat so that we wouldn't get chucked out of the cinema what? So, oh my god what? <laughs> is it with your family you getting chucked out of movies <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> and it wouldn't have been my fault either I was, I was just trying to take these people to see a film and this is what uh-huh. I got that's what that was your reward. Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> All right. So, well, why is it, Alex, that you hate and were disappointed in signs? Oh, where do I start, Paul? <laughs> um, I mean, aside from the fact that Mel Gibson is in it, yeah, retroactively. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, the crop circles. Come on, mm. if an alien's going to do something, it's just going to land. <laughs> it's, it's not going to make crop circles. If they can fly to Earth, they don't need to physically mark somewhere. They can probably just drop a pin on like we do on our phones. Um, yeah. Just um, the, only to- the only time you see an alien, he walks out from a bush. <laughs> true. It's like Jaws, you know? You don't want to blow your load, surely. You just got to build up to that. And then, And then the grand reveal... The alien's weakness is water, and how many yeah. percent of this planet is made of water? Thank you. Yeah, you, try, yeah. Yeah, you, you fly to a planet that's uh, 66% water. Yeah. <laughs> we go to Mars, at least it's under the surface. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yes, it does have a few plot holes here and there. <laughs> Just a few. <laughs> Like I said, obviously, I, I had that cinema experience to deal with, uh, and just watching it, I just remember being bored. Uh, it's just, it was so slow, and like I I didn't get behind Mel Gibson's character, like, you know, and I wouldn't, I didn't even have the stigma of Mel Gibson at the time. I was just like, okay, yeah, I guess he's a bit of a moody guy. Like, okay, um, he's, got, he's got the children that are bland as, ev- as anything. Just, okay, yes, so I'm asthmatic. I'm a little girl. Yeah. That's about it. Like, those are the characters. that There's no debt to him whatsoever. And I literally live in this house. I do nothing. Yeah. And he's got his younger brother who used to play sports. That's all I can tell you about him. Um <laughs> <laughs> Like, I mean, M. Night Shyamalan is known for bad plot twists, but like this film, I I think he focused so much on the plot twists, he forgot to develop the characters in any way, shape, or form. Uh, so you had these you know, generic man number one, along with child one, child two, just dealing with the signs of Alien turning up, which 
we're like, all right, sure, let, let's assume that this happens. And you just, I mean, in Jaws, there's genuine suspense. So it's like, you, yeah. you see, you yeah. see death, you, you know something's going on, but you don't really know what. In science, yeah. you know it's aliens, and you just don't see the aliens. You know it's aliens when the poster is a crop circle. It's like, <laughs> like I know with Jaws, you know it's a shark, but it's yeah. like um, a ninja shark. <laughs> can, can do, yeah. Ooh, uh, yeah, the scariest of sharks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but yeah, that that's my o- overwhelming feeling from this film is just boredom. And yeah. I, I found myself not caring what happened at the end. So, okay, yeah, sure. But alien hurt by water? Why not? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> uh huh. Um, and that you need the like the last words of your dying wife to have the idea to swing the baseball bat. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I mean, Kurt, that, nice save, dead wife. I wouldn't have thought to swing the bat, but ooh, swing away. Oh, I I'll remember that. Okay, this. I will. <laughs> I, yeah, think I, I, I think I shall. I don't, that's the thing. Like, if if your if your dying wife's last words to you are about your brother, <laughs> wouldn't well, you I have? Well, I have questions for my brother. First of all, <laughs> it, exactly. <laughs> like, how well did you know my wife? <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and the whole thing is like, you know, to tell him swing away. It's like, wouldn't you then tell him that night, and that would be it? Like. Yeah, you wouldn't. Uh, you wouldn't not tell him for however many years it's been. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know, you got a lot on your plate there, so may not. Come and they would have, yeah. have forgotten. Come on. Yeah, I mean the the only good thing for me that came out of science is Scary Movie Three. Yeah, like, hands down. Hands <laughs> like, down. As as much as you can argue that the Scary Movie franchise after the first one was just like get off the rails and just kind of seeing what stuck. They, it, they did the parody of signs very well. So, so I don't think so. Right. Um, I, I will say I, I did for what it's worth. There were some moments in there where I really did enjoy Joaquin Phoenix's performance. Um, I did get some chuckles out of him. Um, <laughs> For yeah. what it's worth, I don't know. You could agree, disagree, but uh, I did like him in this. Um, I mean, he, just because he's such an odd bird, anyway. But to he, see him with a, like a tinfoil hat on with the kids, I don't know. That was kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, kind of like homeless look at a yeah. farmer needs. Yeah, the yeah. the the one thing I I can't say is that he didn't. Yeah, he obviously loved the family that he was in and was willing to do whatever, like, okay, that he had that character trait, but uh, he just didn't have any personality to go with the character traits. Uh, but yeah, fair enough. Um, I, yeah. <laughs> and, well, another big downer here, sorry, spoilers, of course, again, but um, I automatically take issue with any film that um, deals with doggy death. So, <laughs> yeah. at least this one was off screen, but <laughs> yeah. still, <laughs> fuck any of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rewatching John Wick, I have to skip past that first reel, like uh, 15 minutes. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. fucks the whole film yeah. with Molly and me. Oh, uh, <laughs> boy. Oof. That's rough. <laughs> I have yet to rewatch Turner and Hooch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fair enough. <laughs> Hooch. 
right. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, so, moving slightly away from the depressing side of this. Um, so, all right. It's clear that we all have certain takes on this film. Uh, let's say, Alex, that the producers of this film were to come to you and go, well, we fucked this up. Um, could you help us fix it? What would be your notes back to the studio as to how to fix this film, in your opinion? A uh, couple of things. One, let them open doors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To make the seller scene a whole lot different. Um, two, don't give them a weakness. <laughs> At least not water. It means something yeah. else. At least I, something that a farmer's going to have, like fertilizer. Yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of sad that the alien in Mars attacks are better at invading <laughs> yeah. the Earth than the aliens in Science. The alien in Paul is better at invading the Earth than the aliens in yeah. Science. And, it, and he doesn't even want to invade the Earth. Just... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, uh, yeah, let's assume that they don't have the ability to recast and, like, this was at the time, and you had you had to give notes to the people actually doing the roles. Like, would you have any particular production notes for the cast? Um, a bit more personality to each person. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if they were if they were doing a sequel now, I've seen Mel Gibson get his hands dirty in a lot of films, as in like action side. So. Just give him a few scenes. <laughs> I'm actually seem to really do something in the film. Yeah, I'd just stay in your house. <laughs> yeah, I, I do think um, I probably like this movie the most out of the three of us. I um, for as, that's very for true, as yeah. cheesy and kind of how awful it can be on rewatches. <laughs> but there was a good premise in here somewhere about oh, yeah. how, like an insular incident, how a one family deals with an alien invasion and the you know, the family dynamics before that, during that, after that, there is some sort of compelling film that can be made. There is just not what we got with signs. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Very much so. And I, I actually think I have a better twist that might have kind of saved it, as it were, or at least made sense of our issues with the film, which would have been, so let's say that everything in the film happens exactly the same, and then, so the ending happens, the alien is defeated, and the boy turns out to be alive. And, yep. like, you know, they're all celebrating, whatever. It then pans out... And it turns out that it's a simulation being run by the aliens having got information on the Earth. And so they're like, well, that didn't work. All right, now on to plan B or something. And so it's none of it actually happened, and it's just aliens trying to figure out what would happen if they tried to invade. <laughs> and like, like or that, this isn't even like the smartest of that alien race. They just sent their like cannon fodder. Down. Yeah, it's exactly. um, the idiots that are killed by water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, or all right, we see how they react to this. Now we can yeah. send in the big guns. Yeah. Well, and, that, and that's the thing. Like, it it turns out that they actually like maybe there's a scene with the 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 head people that are watching these people run the simulations, and they're just like, should we tell them that we're not allergic to water? It's like, no, this is way more fun. 
Just, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it hits you just start screaming like you're the yeah. wicked witch ah! and you, like you see there's off to the side there's another section where they're furiously trying to develop a suit that will make them impervious to the water and it's like, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. So, someone yeah. with a clipboard just shaking its head just, oh, <laughs> I think we got something out now. and it's some massive factory of just all these things lining up <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I yeah, I, I I just, when I think about this film and what it could have been, like you said, like, there's a really cool premise of just the, it is just one family dealing with the obvious evidence around them that aliens are coming, but it's like, they don't quite believe it, and then like, it obviously comes true. It feels like it really should have been a, a horror film, and I don't know if he was trying to make one, but this wasn't a horror film. <laughs> Almost I'm not sure which genre I'd put it in. Yeah, I don't know. I I would say it's probably supposed to be a thriller. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, yeah. For some reason, I feel like M Night would. Sorry to put words in his mouth, but would say that his movies are about more than the genre. You know, like Sixth Sense is a human story. I think he would say that about all of his. You know, it's, it's about the humanity. You know, something. Yeah. That it's not necessarily about the. Um, the experience, the you know, whether it's action, horror, thriller. Yeah, no, I, I I fully agree. He definitely all of the films that I've seen of his, uh, there are like, very clearly it's built around just these people, the small, relatively small group of people, generally dealing with these odd things or different things that are happening to them and. It, like yeah, them having to either grow as people or come together as people and deal with these problems and it, the problem, <laughs> as we keep saying, as, as I keep saying, the problem with this film is that these people are boring. So <laughs> it's done right. It's a good film. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I. You know, to be honest, I, I think if I was having to watch a film where there's a group of people having to deal with an outside force that seemed to be determined on picking them off, I would go and watch Identity, which had another, a, a, a better twist than this film did. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's just me. I don't know. Um, hey, so. it's, it's still uh, better than Lady in the Water and The Village, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I still... I, I think The Village was the first time I ever watched a trailer for a film and knew the twist from that. <laughs> the twist right away, you're like, it's modern day. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it like, oh, all this stuff's going on. It's like, the, Sorry, spoilers for Village. Yeah, yep. uh, yeah who cares? Um, <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, just, I'm just watching the trailer for it. It's like, well, okay, well, clearly the monsters don't exist. And like this being an M. Night Shyamalan film, there's a twist. Well, it's obviously not set in the time it's set in. All right, fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spoiler, Adrian Brody's a weirdo. Hope didn't know that. Okay, great. Yeah. As I said, yeah, the only, other, the only other film I can remember off the top of my head seeing a trailer for and just being like, well, I know what the twist is, and that was uh, Shutter Island, which is something I'm not going to spoil because... Yeah, I, that, that is yeah. a good movie, I think. As, that was a great yeah. film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah like, let's talk about that instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's wake a news at that. Oh, man. Uh, uh, 
So yeah, does anyone else have anything else they want to add about oh. either signs or hot rod? I I think I don't know. I, I hate to be a contrarian here. I still think signs is a fun watch. As dumb as it is, <laughs> I still get pulled into this dumb, dumb, very dumb movie. <laughs> and I make no excuses for it. Um, it is not good, <laughs> but I still enjoy many parts of it, which, uh, which is fine. I, I can't account for it. I can't. But yeah, yeah, there, uh, plenty uh, of no films. full full awareness, eyes open of the ridiculousness that is happening the whole time. But yeah, <laughs> yeah so that's my last piece on signs. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that that's fine. There are plenty of films out there that. Someone will like, even though everyone else is just like, why? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I. Have I would never use those. the word love with this. I just, I, yeah. It's a if it's you know put it on and do chores and ignore it for eighty percent of the time. Right. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, Alex. Anything else you feel like you didn't get the chance to add? Um, I would just say that with Hot Rod, it is, it is just. All the things you love about all the main characters in it, all the com- all the comedy actors and all their performances put together just makes just a wonderful mix. And although one joke you might not like, the next joke you do. So it kind of keeps you in interested in, in the film as well. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I, I would be willing to watch this show. No, so yeah, wow. I, yeah, I would be eager to hear what you thought. So, as I'm <laughs> yeah. sure Alex would be. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> well, maybe one of these days we'll review it. You can have it keyed up on. You said you have it on DVD <laughs> still, Brian. You can key it up. Yeah, I'll I come gotta around. find it. <laughs> <laughs> and then find it's a DVD player. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Well, we you... will talk. Yes, we will talk about that. Exactly. Yeah. So, all right, yeah, and I. Yeah, I've said my piece on science. Obviously, everyone now knows how I feel about yeah, science. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I have no more to say on science. All right. So, so in, in summation, <laughs> then, it seems... That's all I have seems, to say about that. <laughs> in, in summation, it seems that we need to watch Hot Rod and Identity, and some of us will steer clear of science. So. And watch science. <laughs> some of us and will steer clear, watch- some of us will watch it. <laughs> if you want to watch The Village, just watch the advert. Uh, exactly, yeah. yeah. And if you want, want to watch Lady in the Water, uh, beat yourself over the head until you don't want to watch Lady in the Water. <laughs> yeah, just or to, until you become unconscious. Either way, yeah. Yes, to, that'll be a better time than watching Lady in the Water. <laughs> to to parody Hitchhiker's Guide from the Galaxy. In the beginning, we press play on Lady in the Water. This has been widely regarded as a bad move. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for coming on, Alex. Uh, yes, thank you. Yes, you, you, can, you can stop pleading me to have you on now. We've had you on. It's fine. <laughs> now disappear. <laughs> Go away. 
Right, so this is the point in the episode where we normally have the person pimp out their stuff, but uh, as of right now, you do not have a podcast that you're doing or any particular like shows that you're doing. But uh, is there anything that you want to uh, mention? Or like, yeah, obviously you listen to our podcast, so there must be others you listen to. Is there anything that you want to talk about? Yeah, I would love people to listen to. The Joe Rogan Experience, okay, okay. Which, is, which Joe Rogan is obviously a comedian, and he interviews all range of, all his friends are comedians, so they always go on, like Bill Burr, uh, Ari Shafir, and then he also gets like scientists on, and random celebrities like Louis Theroux. Hmm. Um, and another podcast would be Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, which might be boring to some people, but it is a very detailed World War One podcast. Huh. And he, that one. he studied for a few years to get all these facts about World War One, and he go, and he goes through very in full detail. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, hmm. Is he like working his way from the beginning of World War One to the end of World War One, or or at least you know the yeah the the beginning of the events that led to World War One to the end of the influence of World War One, or is he just doing like just random things during World War One? Um, it's it's a bit of both. It's um, he goes to random parts and he fully goes through it, but he goes through different sections like the War of Maneuver, uh, machine guns, barbed wire, millions upon millions of artillery shells. So like these are all different podcasts that are on there, okay, and. And he just, but in each one, I believe they're about five hours, some of them. Bloody hell. But yeah, some of them are three and a half, some of them are five hours. Good but, but yeah, so it's very, very detailed. Sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so check that out. Uh, yeah, what was it called uh, again, one more time? Uh, Dan Carlin, uh, Hardcore History. Okay, cool. And which episode does he talk about the uh, Blackadder series? <laughs> uh, the one that isn't out yet. The one that isn't out. Oh, okay, great. I love that one. That's a good one. <laughs> Maybe someone should uh, talk to him about making that episode. <laughs> Maybe an April Fool's one or something. Like just go into the lore of the last series of Blackadder. <laughs> that would be perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, uh, do you want people to get a hold of you on Twitter? <laughs> if you... um, I don't actually have Twitter. I I got rid of it. <gasps> yeah, ah. I know. Good well, for you. I'm more, actually, I'm more I'm more of a Reddit guy. Oh, okay. Well, uh, do you post articles on Reddit or do you just comment on Reddit? Um, I just scan to find things that are going on in the world at the moment. Ah, I see. <laughs> and get the kind of raw aspects from it. Ah, yes, the, the raw Reddit stuff. Yes. Yeah, all right. Not sure you want yeah. a lot of the raw Reddit stuff. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, it's all a right. load of nonsense. Right. <laughs> uh, all right, well, obviously, that. Thank you again, Alex, for coming on, and maybe we'll have you on at some point to do something else. Maybe. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, you can stay up again until, like, four in the morning and... Uh, well, Not quite, 3.45, but close. Yeah, all right, okay. Oh, yeah, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> 
All right, well, like I said, thank you for coming on. And Yes, uh, thank you. So that'll be it from him, and that's it from us. So I've been Paul. I've been Brian. And I've been Alex. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.